Well, folks, you are in for a treat and you've been asking for him. He's long overdue, but he is back on the program. And boy, what a timely show this is going to be today because we are straight smack dab in the middle in what looks like could be a very interesting September. It is the one, the only, who really needs no introduction. It is everyone's favorite Florida firefighter, Mark Taylor. Mark, welcome back. You're so overdue. So good to have you on, my friend. Oh, thank you for having me back. It's always an honor to be on your show. Well, listen, there's so much to get into, of course, just when all the shooting died down from El Paso. We had three back-to-back shooters. Quick remarks on what happened there, Mark. Yeah, I think it's just more of the deep state. Uh, You know, we have to remember what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a wounded, cornered animal is what we're dealing with. And right now, they know they're cornered. Their only way out is to fight their way out. So we're coming to to one of the most critical points of this battle right now, which the Lord told us a long time ago we were going to reach this point. We are now here. So we just have to be careful where we go. Know your surroundings. You know, keep your security up. Use common sense. If you're going into a grocery store or like Walmart or something like that, you know, and a husband and wife team, don't split up. You need 100% accountability because if something like that, God forbid, were to start, you know, the guy always goes to sporting goods and the wife's always over here in groceries or something like that. You know, that's not a time to be splitting up. You want 100% accountability. If you're loading your groceries, somebody load the groceries while someone else is looking around, uh, knowing your surroundings. So it's just right now we need to be security minded right now. And it's not a time to walk in fear. We knew this day was coming. It is here. This is probably going to get a whole lot more intense before it gets better, guys, because there is some civil unrest that's going to come out of all of this. Once these arrests start going down, once the FISA comes out, all this stuff, uh, the the headlines were coming out ahead of time about the the El Paso shooter. And it hadn't even happened yet. It's kind of like kind of reminds you of the RBG uh, incident with Fox News where they put the banner up that she's dead and kind of makes you wonder you know what my question is where is ruth so i just want to put that out there hashtag where is ruth nobody's, <laughs> nobody's asking where is ruth and uh you know th- this is how you know it's it's deep state related is when all this stuff starts happening you know they're activating their sleeper cells they're, they're assassins so to speak uh, we all know how it works in the spirit activating them through frequencies they're activating them through witchcraft and uh so and this is the end result right here well that's really a good segue to something because let's look at this thing with jeffrey epstein first of all he was found unconscious He was, you know, he hung himself, but he had these lesions on his back. I mean, come on, is anybody buying this stink fest? I'm going to, I'll address this in two different ways. Okay. If he's dead, let's address that. If he is in fact dead and the black hats got to him, we both know it was not suicide. I think everybody can agree it was not suicide because there's nothing in that cell under suicide watch, psychiatric wise, there's nothing in that cell he can hang himself with. I mean, he he sleeps with paper sheets. There's no lights. There's no nothing that he can hang himself from, from the ceiling. And so, you know, as a first responder and you run into some of these places, you, you know this. And so uh, we know he was not suicided out. And now was it, if he is dead, was it a black eye for the government. Yeah, it was a little bit of a black eye because, I mean, you know, it's going to be hard for people to trust that the government can protect them if more witnesses want to come forward. But I just have a hard time believing that he is, in fact, dead. Yeah. You know, it's my humble opinion. I, I think the guy's still alive. He's in protective custody somewhere. Now, why do I say that? Because El Chapo, who nobody ever talks about, was in the same facility at the same time, three doors down, literally three doors down from Epstein. Now, Epstein was the number, what, number two guy for the deep state that they were wanting. El Chapo, I probably put around number four, something like that. And El Chapo even had headlines come out on him saying that he was naming names, politicians' names as who he paid off, drugs, guns, people across the board. And now they were successful at moving him from New York City to Colorado in maximum security, what, a week ago, week and a half ago? 
and not one hair on this guy's head was singed, okay? And now all of a sudden they can get to Epstein, but they can't get to a Chapo. I mean, I, I, something stinks here, man. And here's the other side of this. If he is if he is dead, now it's not going to stop justice from being served. Matter of fact, it's going to accelerate it, period. And because now there's a bunch of stuff that doesn't have to happen if he is dead versus if he was alive, legal-wise. They can go after things. This is why you're seeing Epstein Island. This is why you're going to see him probably go into his, his Palm Beach place down here and in the, the compound in New Mexico. Uh, but now, does it stink for those who uh, were raped or uh, trafficked by this guy that are not going to see justice in a court of law? Yeah, I can see that. However, you and I both know that if this guy is dead, we know where he's at. There's no amount of justice on this earth that will amount to where this guy's at that he's getting right now. That's okay. Nice. And so, uh, but if he's alive, you know, they have him in protective custody. Uh, that I don't know. I just have a hard time believing they couldn't protect, they could protect El Chapo, but they couldn't protect him. They right. probably have the two combined most notorious black book in the world but you know what's funny to me it's like oh the guards were taking a nap this guy was looking over <laughs> here you know if epstein had dirt on trump mark they would have had 16 guards a sniper and an emt team inside the cell 24 right. 7 with about 150 cameras is anybody stomaching this garbage I don't think anybody's buying it right now. So everybody knows something fishy's going on. Uh, you know, whether he's alive or dead, again, it doesn't matter. It's not going to stop the wheels of justice from flowing. I think it's going it, to, like I said, it's going to accelerate things. That's why we have seen some of this stuff happening. Nobody's buying it now. This is the one thing about this movement that Q has done. And, you know, because the Bible talks about searching a matter out. That is one thing Q has taught. And, you know, we are the news media now. And this is this is the one thing, you know, we, when people start digging on this stuff, they start finding, and now the eyes and the ears are opening up. So when this stuff begins to happen, people notice it. Hey, this is not what we're being told it is this this is the deep state at work here and then they start digging and they start finding more and more you know you, you look at the two pictures that were just given from epstein's uh mansion up there in new york city the one with bill clinton in a blue dress with red shoes <laughs> and then the one i find most astounding actually was the one on bush 43 i don't know if you saw that picture or not with the paper airplanes they came from epstein's mansion in new york city uh, somewhere in this, in this huge mansion he's got or whatever it is and uh you know the red shoes we all know represents pedophilia but the part about the whole bush 43 three picture that astounded me because I just actually saw that one today and realized what was going on in it is that it's the game called Jenga where you use these little you know wooden blocks to build towers well there's two of those laying there and they're both collapsed and he has a paper airplane in one hand and the other paper airplane is laying on the tower that was just collapsed I looked up the game Jenga and it was invented by a British person now if you look at the desk in the picture, even the desk handles look like crowns. So could it be this is why the British are so up in arms? Maybe they were in, in covenant with Saudi Arabia and some of the stuff. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just, I don't have a lot of uh, stuff on. I just saw it today. But I find it astounding that th this, these pictures speak volumes. You know, a picture is more than a thousand words. So, you know, one can interpret it. So is this why we also are seeing some things happen with Britain right now? You know, they don't want this whole investigation coming out. They don't want the FISA thing re released because we're about to find out who was behind all this mess. And I think Britain was behind a lot of this stuff. Here's the thing, is that, you know, uh, we've got President Trump as our president. You have Brazil just got their version of Trump. You have Italy just got their version of Trump and has now become one of the strongest allies of America. They're, they're fixing to start cleaning house over there. You have uh, North Korea that's come online now, which, I, you know, there's been a lot of prophetic words that I have not prophesied this. Others have prophesied that the two Koreas would become one. So we've got the CIA out of North Korea and Iran is next. We're dealing with Iran now. And at some point, Israel will come online where we deal with their cabal that's, that's that's controlling them. So I think what's happening with the European Union, I think this guy may want that, but he's going to have a very, very hard road because he's got too many people right now 
the patriotic movement that's arising, it's like I've said on your show before, is it really the patriotic movement or is it the spirit of Elijah that's arising? And I think what's happening is the spirit of Elijah is arising and the people are saying, we've had enough. Enough is enough. Look what's happening in Hong Kong right now as we speak. You know, we need to be praying for China and Hong Kong right now because, again, uh, you know, I think there's a part of, I think President Xi, I think, is a, is a decent guy, but he's also dealing with his version of the cabal, just like Trump is. And China's having to clean house. So the people of Asia, the people of Europe, this is all about one thing, Sheila. This is all about the gospel going forth throughout the earth. And so I think there's a part of the Chinese people, there's a part you know, of Hong Kong, they want to be set free from the spiritual oppression. That's what all this is about. They may not even know, really, they may think they're fighting for patriotism, but in reality, it's for the spiritual oppression to be lifted. And these governments, the cabal, that's the last thing these guys want, is for you to think for yourself, which is what you're seeing happening, and for the gospel to go forth across the earth. That's what this whole war is about right now. As Wynne Worley used to call it, the, the hordes of chaos, the hordes of hell have been released at an all-new level. You know, I said this before, There's a. It, it's almost like we're on a trajectory where this stuff is going. You know, in January, it was a little more intense. February, I mean, we're, just, we're in August, and it's like it's dialed right up, isn't it? Oh, yeah. We're, we're coming to the crescendo of this whole thing, and the deep state knows it. Uh, I had two prophetic occurrences happen to me. Which, uh, the Lord was confirming for me on the second one. Uh, it was all in the same day, and uh, all within actually about, about a three-hour period. He told me, he said that the hordes of chaos have been released. And that's, you know, we talked about this on the phone a couple days ago. And the hordes of chaos have been released. Now, what does that actually mean? This means that anything, all these spirits, these chaotic spirits, where there's Jezebel, Leviathan, uh, you can write down the list. Anything that will cause chaos in your life, in your personal life, corporately over America or globally. These war spirits, these assassination spirits are all been activated. Okay. Now, let me say this. The Lord told me the other day, right after that, he also showed me that Satan's pastors have been activated. Let me say that again. Satan's pastors have been activated. They're part of the hordes of chaos. And what's happening is, is that you've got these, any, let me let me give you the signs to recognize uh, Satan's pastors, okay? There's some signs to recognize this. And we all know they're Illuminati-driven pastors. They're Illuminati-driven churches. We've talked about this a hundred times on your show. So when you look at a pastor who's attacking President Trump because of what he stands for, there's a first red flags. If you look at someone, a pastor who says they need to have open borders, we need to be pro-illegal immigration, or they have a sanctuary church, these are all red flags that they're Illuminati driven. That's because why are they doing this, Sheila? Because Satan has activated them. Now, what what do I actually mean by that? It means that the devil is literally, when you sign a contract, like through the 501c3 we've talked about, you are now his, period. He is now coming back for his dues. So what it is is this wounded, cornered animal we talked about, the deep state, the cabal, knows his time is short. So he's pulling out every weapon of his warfare from the kingdom of darkness, including these agents, Satan's agents, these pastors, have been activated in order to combat what's going on right now. So when you see these guys coming out here and they're doing these things, they're attacking the president, all these things we just talked about, is because they've been activated, they've been told to do this, they don't have a choice. So Satan is saying, I'm punching your time card, guys. The time has come where I'm going to punch your time card. Uh, I've given you all this stuff, okay, from Mammon, and now I'm activating you. And so they don't have a choice. That's what that means when God says uh, uh, Satan has activated his pastors. This is where people have to be very careful who you follow. Now, having said that, Jezebel, we know, is in charge of the churches right now. If you're under the system, Jezebel's your leader. It's not Jesus Christ. Jezebel's your leader. Now, what the Lord has shown me with Jezebel is that 
Jezebel will try to squash any true prophetic voice. If she cannot control the voice, she will try to manipulate the voice. If she can't manipulate the voice, she can't control it, then she's out. She, she has to do something else. And what the Lord is showing me through Jezebel is that she's coming after the true prophetic voices. But she, if she can't manipulate and control them, she has now joined forces with the spirit of Leviathan. And she sent Leviathan in to twist and turn or divide the words of the true prophetic voices because she can't control it. So what you're seeing now, like you're seeing this with me right now, you're seeing people take my stuff and on YouTube or on Twitter, whatever it is, and they'll twist my words, they'll twist what's being said to try to discredit me. I had two hit pieces put out on me on the same day. One was Right Wing Watch, the other one was Charlotte something or other. I can't remember the name of the article. And they both said pretty much the same thing. And I'm thinking, wow, did these guys just get their 4 a.m. talking points about me? This is what I'm talking about. If Jezebel can't control and manipulate you, she will send Leviathan in to twist, turn, divide, and to uh, to try to discredit the true voices right now. I'm sure you're seeing that in your on your side oh, of the yeah, ministry as well. For sure. And it's like, look, we have to be very careful right now, Sheila. And I'm going to put this warning out to people. We have to be very careful right now. I get emails from people all the time out of concern. Hey, mark this. Hey, mark that. It's like, look, you guys need to stop. We're not all going to agree on everything. We've talked about that before on your show. But what God is saying right now to people, I believe, is that you need to put your differences aside because the war that is in front of us is going to need all of us to band together, not just prayer, but warfare. We have to come together. Stop shooting those in that foxhole with you just because you disagree with something. These religious, legalistic, which equals a critical spirit, are coming out of the woodwork right yes, now. These yes. pharisaical spirits are horrendous right now. Every time I get attacks, it's not the sinner I have the problem with. It's those who call themselves Christians. Christian claimants. Let's let's use right. that word. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I'm going to put something out here. You know, I've said on your show what the Lord showed me a long time ago about spiritual triage. He said, you know, I don't want, you know, Jesus told people one time, believe. That's it. That's all he said. He didn't beg them. So, and the Lord told me that early on in my ministry. He says, look, give them the message. If they don't receive it, they're in the black. He said, I will deal with them. He said, move on. He said, because there's too many people who are in the, uh, the, the red, yellow, or the green who are wounded or walking wounded who will hear the message, but will more importantly act on it. Those are the ones I want you to go get. So let me put to, to people this way. Maybe this will open some eyes and ears. When you get on that keyboard or you get on the email and you start attacking someone or you start spreading division, you just earned yourself a black tag. You are spiritually dead because you are not listening to the living God, period. Because that is not God's heart that you'd be doing that, that you would be dividing the true brethren of Christ, period. I tell people, close the hole underneath your nose and open the two on the side of your head. <laughs> you need to be using wisdom right now because wisdom would say you keep your mouth shut right now and you need to pray for that person. doesn't mean you go publicly and attack them or spreading rumors, whatever. You need to pray for that person, period. And that's where we're at. So I want to warn people. Be very careful because we are coming to the pinnacle of this war, and this is what the enemy's trying to do. You see it on social media. I know you see it every day like I do, Sheila. These, these, these attacks that come in on both of us, uh, it is ridiculous. Somebody can just have the most stupidest disagreement about the most petty thing. They got to get arrogant about it. They got to get prideful about it. Congratulations, guys. You just earned yourself a black tag. Because that's, look, God is not playing games right now in this war, guys. We are in a life and death battle right now on this earth, just like the political realm. You have a deep state in the political realm. Trust me when I tell you there is a deep state church. And we know they're Illuminati-driven. And these guys are starting to panic. Now, look, it's not hard to spot good. It's not hard to spot pure evil. What's hard to spot, Sheila, 
is those that are attached to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It smells like God, tastes like God, looks like God, sounds like God, but in fact, it is pure evil. It's the wolves dressed in sheep's clothing. And the problem is the discernment is not where we need it to be. Look, we've all been deceived. There's no way around it. We've all been deceived on some level. Yes. Even those with the best discernment get deceived from time to time. The Bible talks about, you know, in the end that even the uh, elect will be uh, deceived. So this is where we're at right now. So we have to be very careful who we follow. And it's hard to spot the wolf in sheep's clothing. It's not until God grabs a hold of that coat and the coat begins to slip off that it reveals the wolf. And you're starting to see that happen right now. These guys will out themselves, these pastors will out themselves if you just watch the signs. I'll give you a couple of instances here, and I'm not going to mention names because you're probably going to know who I'm talking about, is that they'll start tweeting something out, and then all of a sudden you go, hmm, that doesn't sound right. It's because something is very wrong, and you're, you're seeing them very slowly. That coat is beginning to slip off. They're beginning to reveal the wolf is what God is doing right now. So just watch for the signs. These guys will out themselves because they are now starting to panic. Why are they attack? Why are these pastors attacking President Trump? Because they're into some nefarious things. They're just like the politicians. They're beginning to panic, Sheila. And God is about to out these guys because, look, there's satanic rituals going on in our churches, ministries, and some of these uh, seminaries. Not all of them, but we, we can guess who they are. Human trafficking, sex trafficking, pedophilia. And I'm not talking about just Catholics here. People want to pick on the Catholic Church. I tell them to stop picking on the Catholic Church, guys, because you're about to find out that the Baptists, the Methodists, the Lutherans, Assemblies of God, all these different denominations are just as bad, if not worse, than the Catholics. They've just been better at hiding it. And it's all coming out. You know, a lot of people say, we don't want to mention any names. I, I actually will mention some names today because I'm okay with that. But, I mean, look at Joel Osteen attending Lady Gaga. Go look up Amos 3.3. How can two walk together lest they be in the same mindset? Come on, this lady is a Satanist. I've outed her with her spirit cooking pals. She prays to Lucifer. She's a self-admitted Satanist. Really? Joel Osteen and Victoria Osteen going to a right out of the pit of hell event? Is that a red flag for anybody? You got Kenneth Copeland manifesting on a live video. Go watch the clip if you don't have a little better discernment. And thank God the scripture mark says, if possible, the very elect would be deceived. Thank God that it's not possible for the elect. But if it was possible, they could be. And I'm going to just call this out right now. And Franklin Graham, Voodoo Donuts. I mean, there, there's some stuff going on that is concerning me. And I'm working on a mind control thing that'll blow people's mind with Marie Antoinette programming. Some of these pastors, we've talked about it before, Mark, the music, the frequencies, yep. this stuff is tied in to the beats. Remember back in the 60s, 70s? I was born in the 70s, Mark. You'll remember when music, they used to find, you play it backwards, it'll say, yeah. I love Satan. Yeah. I mean, the music is huge, though, and so are frequencies, aren't they? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, uh, if people aren't familiar with binaural beats, it's used a lot in the new age is to put your mind in an alpha, beta or theta, TH, theta weight to produce a trance, to relax you, to produce trances. This is in our music. This is in our music and our worship services. They've detuned to 440 like we've talked about before many times on your show. What are they ushering in, Sheila? They're setting the stage. They're setting the platform spiritually and in the natural for the pastor to come out. Because you're not worshiping God, you're worshiping Satan at that point. They're setting the platform for the pastor to come out that when the music stops and he speaks, it's just like the Hitler syndrome. It puts them into a euphoric state where they can actually start to receive the mind control that he's actually doing. This is why we have to be so careful. We know the mind control has infiltrated our seminaries and is now in our pulpits. Now, here's one of the things. One of the biggest goals of the Illuminati 
their biggest goal or their gold medal for them, I don't know if people know this, is to become a pastor. That is one a gold medal to these guys is to become a pastor. You could have a CIA Illuminati agent in your pulpit right now. And we're not just talking mega pastors here. We're, we're talking just the church on the corner could be. And you don't even know it. This is where the discernment has to come in. This is where you got to take this stuff before the Lord, guys. Because again, the whole 501c3 incorporated thing has decimated our churches. This is why God's going back to the home congregations. He's done, I believe, with the church system, but he's done with that whole system. That system's under judgment right now. So this is why we, when we can get into this at the, end, at the end of the program about the home groups, because we've got some really good stuff happening with that. Um, but this is why God's going back to it. This is why uh, the enemy does not want you homeschooling your kids. They don't want you uh, having a home group because they can't control you. It's all about control. Jezebel, they can't indoctrinate you into their ideology or theology. This is why America's been burning, because everybody sends their kids to a public school or they have them in, a, in, the, in the church system. This is why we have so many things that are incorrect spiritually right now. But this is where God's bringing correction now. We're, we're getting stuff set up where we've got the home congregations and we're, uh, you know, we're performing this rescue mission. That's what God's doing right now. Well, and I think it's important for people to understand two things. Mark and I are not saying right now that if you're in a 501c3 church that you need to run out the door screaming. We're saying that God has shown us I'm a non-501c3 ministry. So that is my choice based on what I know about how that came to be. Because I'm going to tell you something, Mark, you take the flag of 501c3, you also take with that, ask Chuck Baldwin. He's the only other really big liberty-driven non-501c3 church that I really know. Why did he unattach from it? Because he was sent letters in the mail all the time. Are you talking about, you know, homosexuality? You're not allowed to discuss certain things. So when you're under 501c3, we're we're just saying that we are not and you know and again i think everybody has to take that up with the lord is there a reason god has you in a 501c3 church maybe it's to wake up your congregants ask your pastor about the new world order and if he says it's a conspiracy theory run screaming secondly mark mentioned something amazing about the binaural beats because mark think about this we talked about the clergy response listen remote viewers in the military have had you know generals on my show in the past they've said these guys learn how to astral project remote viewing the huge thing is it's in the church there is a form of mind control that is so deep these places like hillsong look at the hillsong guy that that just came out and look at all these guys that are outing themselves saying oh i left the faith that is blasphemous right there right yeah we all know what about hillsong you know what i mean we don't have to go into that's a whole other story we don't have oh, to go yeah. into that but yeah what we're saying here is that you know uh the 501c3 this is what the lord's been showing me uh some extra stuff on the 501c3 is that you know we, we've got our all our prophetic ministries are 501c3 sheila and when you start looking at this how big this 501c3 thing is uh, well i've said it before it's a demonic portal and it influences people one way or the other and it's not good but when you look at it from a prophetic standpoint it's a veil that's been placed across their eyes and ears and that's the scary part, is that they're not able to see and hear correctly of what God truly wants. Now, I'm not saying they're all wrong, okay? Well, you could have 80% of the message is true, but it's that 20% that's getting them in trouble. They can't see the 20%, which is the most important part. And again, I'm not saying uh, that I'm, because I, I can, look, anybody can get something wrong in the prophetic. Nobody that I know of is walking in 100% accuracy, myself included, because any it's not beyond me to get something wrong because I can. But I'm not under the system, and I don't have that veil 
people saying, oh, this is God's judgment on America, Hurricane Harvey and Hurricane Irma, you know, they came right over top of my house. You know, God sent those hurricanes for judgment on Florida. Give me a break. I went on a national television show almost three years ago and told them we have the technology right now to make it look like it with earthquakes, fires, tornadoes, hurricanes. We, we generate these things. Technology does. So we have the technology to make it look like that end-time Bible prophecy is coming to pass when, in fact, it's not. It's not time yet. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I'm saying it's not time. There's a difference between the enemy doing this or, you know, uh, God doing this as a judgment thing and the enemy sending it through technology. And this is why, you know, me and you talked about this on the phone many times, and this is when we came up, or you came up, rather, with the uh, technology prayer. Because remember, God was telling us to come up with a technology prayer. Well, look, at we're being bathed in a toxic soup of 5G right. cell towers. Mind you, I want to get into chemtrails. That's interesting. Morgellons. We've got Monsanto, Frankenfoods. we got to be praying over our stuff. And that's the other thing, Mark, is that, you know, you look at these new towers coming in. You just mentioned harp. You know, there's also witches that send stuff across that gulf let's not kid ourselves right yep and so i think we're at a, at a point where the, the earth is moaning and groaning for the sons and daughters of god to come forth and so i mean you know when people they're so quick to blame you know like a hurricane irma uh, you know the reason harvey and irma got sent to texas and florida is no coincidence because they both swung for trump it was retaliation but irma i asked the lord i said lord i said why did the enemy send irma because it was generated by man steered by man he said it was retaliation for pulling out of the paris climate accord which we all know, he said, the second America did that, it delegitimized climate control, and that was retaliation for it. And so we all know that what the Paris Climate Accord is, you know, this national, global tax to, to, to fund our new world order. This stuff is real, guys. And then some people want to say, oh, you know, uh, God was judging America. It came from God. And it's like, no, this was sent by the enemy. This is different. And it's just like, you know, we, we have to get to a point where we can discern this stuff and, you know, it's to where our perception is because people do this with, with scripture all the time. I know you like I, I get I've had people send me prophetic words from people. I have one send me that Florida was going to be wiped off the map with a tsunami and it was, the tsunami is going to go all the way to the Appalachian Mountains. Then I had another one say a fire was going to start in South Florida and one in North Florida. and They were going to meet in the middle. Florida was going to be destroyed. and It was going to be massive casualties. And it's like, guys, time out. It's like, you know, what is your perception of that? To me, the fire one would be a revival starting in South Florida and one in North Florida, and it's going to meet in the center. That could be a good thing. And so it's, what is our perception as to how we're interpreting the signs and how we interpret scriptures the same way, Sheila? Yes. Because if you're a doom and gloomer, all you're going to pull out of scripture is doom and gloom. There's a balance there. So this is why I tell people, take a step back, take a deep breath, because, you know, one person thought they had to go public with this whole thing about the fires. And it's like, guys, you don't understand how fire works. That's almost like literally impossible. You know what I mean? Look at it metaphorically or in the spirit through different eyes and what you're doing right there. And that's the other thing is, is, you know, 90% of what God gives us, Sheila, on a, on a daily basis as a person, either dreams or visions, is for you personally. It doesn't mean you got to go public with every yes. single thing. <laughs> and it's, you know, if somebody, if somebody, if God gives you a dream about someone or something, he's given you that 90% of the time, he's given you that to pray for that person or to pray for that situation, to intercede on behalf of that. It doesn't mean you got to go out screaming from the rooftops every single time. Again, this is where discernment comes in. Well, and here's the other thing that no one's doing. I noticed I came out to California. My son has a, a, a music thing here and, and what's shocking in California. And I mean, I'm I'm really asking people to be praying for California because there's pockets of red here that shocks me, Mark. There's amazing conservative Christians in California, but I will tell you this, that a lot of people, honestly, they don't know anything 
about spiritual warfare, Mark. We haven't been taught it in our church and how to deal with the enemy. If we don't factor in the enemy, listen, prayer is when you are addressing God and we should be praying every day. But warfare is different. Warfare is when you're dealing with the enemy. And if we're not doing that part, Mark, we're failing as a Christian. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, this is where the training comes in. This is where the church has failed miserably. And this is what I've been, the Lord's been showing me, is that the church, look, let me me make this statement right here. There's a difference between the church and God's congregation. The congregation are the remnant, the army of God. The church I call the church system. And that is under judgment right now. And the church system that we've all been a part of, there's no way out of it, that we've all been a part of it at some point, is has taught us these things or not taught us these things. And so what God has shown me with this, with the church system is that the church system has literally denied God's destiny. And I'm not saying there's not there's everyone in there has done that. It's the system that's done it. They've got denied God's destiny, and they're combat ineffective right now, Sheila. It's the remnant, the army of God, those who are not in the system right now who are truly making a difference as far as prayer, warfare, and repentance that's tipping God's hand, basically, or, or you know, God is moving on our behalf because of that. So it's they've denied God's destiny, and he says, okay, you want to deny my destiny? I'm going to hand it over here to the remnant. Boom, they've got it, because they're the ones that are truly making a difference right now. Well, and I'm going to tell you something. If you're not doing warfare and you're not getting deliverance in your church, I I don't think you are a church then. And it's shameful that a lot of churches, the pastors say, there's no such thing as a devil. There's no such thing as demons. I mean, Mark, get serious. Now, going forward, where are we headed this fall? We're coming into some big stuff this fall. Give us your take. Well, I just think right now at this point, uh, like we talked about before, the the hordes of chaos have been released. You know, the Satan's pastors have been activated. Everything's been activated, guys. The sleeper agents have been activated. Uh, They're going to try and divide. They're going to try and create chaos. Uh, And one of the things here, I want to point this out. One of the things their goal, the cabal is, is to bring America into a civil war. That's not going to happen because we're going to pray against it. We're going to bind it, this, that, and the other. Will there be some civil unrest? Yes, there will be. It's nothing to be afraid of. Uh, In some of these bigger cities, uh, you know, they may see some civil unrest at some point, but there's assets in place to handle it, guys. And I want to make this point because I, look, I'm a big, uh, I come from a family of of hunters, outdoorsmen, fishermen, hunters. I've been around guns my whole life. I followed kind of this competition circuit thing as well. And I hear the chatter, Sheila. And what you have going on right now is we have this timeline here, the mass arrest. They can't act too quickly because they have to have certain assets in place like judges. You know, other countries have to be uh, ready to go because this is going to be a global takedown. And so, and then you have another window over here where it's like it's they wait too long. And so we're in between this period of too soon and too long before we make the mass arrests. And what's happening is what the Lord has shown me is that if they wait too long, which I don't think they will, but if they do, is that it could be another Mogadishu or another Benghazi where the patriots will rise up and say enough's enough. They will take matters into their own hands and they will drag their dead bodies through the streets. They will go to these politicians' houses or offices and drag them out, okay? Because, we, again, we want to pray against that. But I have to put that warning out there. I've been sitting on this for a year because we're, we're coming to the pinnacle here where they're going to have to act at some point because the people are not asking for justice. They're demanding it. But I hear the chatter in the circles that we're going to go to Oregon we're going to teach these Antifa thugs a lesson, this, that, and the other. Guys, 
I got to put the warning out. I'm all for if trouble comes to you, I don't have a problem with you protecting you and your family. That's your duty to protect you and your family, period. But there's a difference when trouble comes to you and you going looking for trouble. That's going looking for trouble right now. And the goal of the cabal is to suck us into this demonic vortex of a civil war. So we have to be careful. There's a fine line we have to tread here. So that's the warning I have to put out. So the government has to act. Now, if they need to buy more time because they don't have the assets in place uh, quite yet, they need to make probably one or two high-level arrests, high-profile arrests, perp walk them on national television so that people will see that justice is going to be done. Where I think they've got to make the arrests before January if they're going to make them this year. Because if he arrests anyone after January when campaign season starts, it's going to make it look like he's just arresting those that oppose him. So uh, they have a window of time between now and the end of the year to make these arrests. That's what God has shown me as far as this timeline. We're not there yet as far as waiting too long. But uh, I think just because the Epstein thing kind of accelerated things in that timeline, because people look at this and think, OK, if the government can't protect Epstein, uh, we're getting sick and tired of this. At some point, we're going to take matters into our own hands. And that's where we're, it can get dangerous. This is where we have to be careful. Well, especially, you know, there's a lot of chatter this morning in Twitter about this assault weapons ban that went to Congress today. You know, this is frightening that they're doing another gun grab. And really, Trump cannot afford to tick off NRA members' gun owners of America. But I don't see any evidence that Trump is doing that. There's a lot of chatter about it. Yeah. there's, And again, you have to be careful right now, like we talked about earlier, not just in the Christian circle, but in the political circle, you got to be careful what you hear because we have a hard time vetting what's truth and what's not. Um, I've had emails, people sending me this stuff. They're panicked. You know, the red flag law or, you know, Trump said he's going to ban the assault weapons. Look, the last thing Donald Trump's going to do before an election is ban assault weapons, because even Bill Clinton himself, after he left office, said one of the biggest regrets he had was in instituting the ban because it crucified the Democrats in the midterms. And if Trump ever did that, no one would ever trust him again. He'd lose his base and he would he would not be elected president. That, that's So I just, I don't see that happening. He's a Second Amendment guy, not to mention that Trump Jr. is a big time hunter. People hype some of this stuff up. They hear stuff and they just, they automatically, it's like, boom, they just, they, they go to the wall with it. You know what I mean? Look at 240 years ago, the forefathers were tired of royal oppression and their God-given rights. What did they do? They revolted against the British crown in 1776. And what do we have today? The greatest bastion of freedom in the world. If America went down, everybody would go down. But Bible prophecy doesn't have anything about America being a part of the new world order. That's good news. Yeah, absolutely. You know, again, we just we just have to be careful right now uh, because, again, I, I tell people this right now, you know, people are worried about about, oh my gosh, we're coming into uh, a pre-tribulation. Are we coming into this? Look, stop worrying about all of that right now, guys. Right now, we have things on the horizon that we need to be focused on. That is actually an obstacle right now. You know, I tell people it's, it's an obstacle. You know, it's, it doesn't matter if it's pre, post, or mid. I, I tell people I don't care because it's an obstacle. If you start focusing on that, it takes you out of the fight. It robs you of hope. Right now, we need to focus on the battle that's in front of us, and that is to, to clean up with these mass arrests because the mass arrests are going to be a big deal, Sheila, a big deal. And especially, I think what's going to grab people's attention is when this civil unrest begins to break out. So this is what people need to be praying for right now. We're giving you prayer points here, guys. This whole show is about prayer points and warfare points right here that we need to go to war because, again, I believe— when these mass arrests go down, it's not just going to be America. It's going to be a global takedown. Some of this stuff is meant for the enemy to act on, to use their ammunition, if you will, uh, you, you know, to draw them out. So this is where we have to be careful. 
you know, people say, oh, well, you know, this person said this is coming on this date or that date. Guys, some of this stuff is designed to do this because they're trying to draw the enemy out to use their ammunition like these mass shooters or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, now, the, I will say this on the mass shooters. The mass shooters are the hardest ones to detect because they're sleeper agents. This is not something, you know, if it was another 9-11, that kind of thing, I don't think we're going to see happen again. I really don't. We have control of enough assets now where our intel is good. I don't think we're going to see something on that scale again. But it's the single individual, Sheila, that just walks into a Walmart and starts blasting away, that's the kind of guy you have a hard time stopping uh, because it's just, you know, you just don't know where they're going to pop up. And um, it's, so this is why I tell people, if you don't have a concealed weapons permit, you need to get one. If you don't carry, you need to be carrying because the only thing that's going to stop a bad guy with a gun right now is a good guy with a gun at this point. And I think also that when the arrests go down, I think it's going to break off a lot of these spirits like Jezebel, Leviathan, all these things. Hillary will be assigned when she goes to jail that Jezebel's been taken down. Obama will be assigned that Leviathan's being taken down when he's arrested. I'm not saying they won't be operating on the earth individually, but they will be corporately over America it, and, and globally, I believe it will be taken down. If what I'm sensing is correct, I believe that a lot of these arrests are going to be global. It's not just America when he's mass arrests, which I think is why it's taking longer than usual is because they're trying to get other countries on board and get them ready. Um, you know, like the Five Eyes thing and stuff like that. Globally, or at least over America, this much I know over America, that uh, Leviathan and Jezebel will not be operating on a corporate level. In other words, like on a federal level, so to speak, it'll be kicked back down to an individual level as to whether it's influencing someone. A lot of that will be broken off. Um, also, it will Will have an impact on its influence globally because you got to remember all these people represent something different in the satanic kingdom once we push this thing back to a certain point man they're going to have a very very hard time operating well does it surprise you the owner of 8chan's now been forced to appear in court they're really trying to discredit the q movement aren't they well, there's the Leviathan spirit. See, the true voice. See, and see, here's the thing. Why has no one ever asked the president who's Q? Why have they never asked the press secretary who's Q? Because even the news media knows it's legit and they're scared to death of it. They don't want to go anywhere near it. Now, of course, now the, the only headlines you hear are those that are trying to discredit Q. See, there's the Leviathan spirit right there. Jezebel's in control of the news media. So if she can't control Q, they're going to try and discredit Q. There's where, the, there's where the Leviathan has joined forces with her. This is the part of the whole disinformation crap that I believe is going on mm. that's flowing out there because the a Leviathan is doing anything he can to divide right now and so just be I don't care who it is Sheila uh, you know it's different if you come to me and say hey this person did this then I'm going to take it as, as gospel pretty much you know what I mean but it's it, from the emails or from some of these prayer group leaders I take it with a with a very loose grain of salt right now because this is what's happening and this information gets sent out by one person yeah, you know as well yeah. as I do within 10 minutes it's gone around the earth and I just I have learned this the hard way because it got me in trouble a couple of times yeah. because I'm the kind of guy if someone brings me something I'm going to handle it yeah. what are you doing spouting this off dude even if we don't agree on something you know even me and you personally if we don't agree on something it doesn't mean I'm going to go out here spouting it off well and look there's a difference also it's like if you have a problem with me let's say okay and you go to your most trusted advisor whoever that is, your best friend or, you know, whoever, and you want to talk about the issue about me and you, and then you decide, you know what, that's fine. I'm going to handle it this way. I'm not even going to say something to Mark. I don't have a problem with you doing that because that's what godly counsel is for. When you give people the idea that, hey guys, we only got uh, two years left. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. Look, Jesus has come back before we finish this conversation, but I'm a firm believer. I'm not going to put a date to it because again, when you do that, you're taking people out of the fight because you, you're literally giving them the excuse for the escapism mentality. Well, Mark, Donald Trump has so much on him right now. What do you see coming? I mean, when we talk about the White House, what do you see? 
Well, people have uh, been saying that, you know, time is short. You know, who's going to be in the White House next? Well, I don't know who's going to be next, but I will tell you this, what the Lord has been showing me, is that there's another Trump coming. There will be another Trump in the White House. This could actually be a Trump dynasty, uh, you know, and it was really weird because the Lord gave me a dream. And in the dream, I saw Donald Trump Jr. So I didn't see, but I, I was sensed another junior there, and I knew it was JFK Jr. Now, I'm not saying JFK's alive or dead. I'm not going to go down that road. <laughs> the, the Lord was putting an emphasis on the junior. And it, could it be a junior, junior? Your ticket, yeah, it could be a junior that's not on the scene yet that we don't know. So here's where you got to be careful with the prophetic. However, there will be another Trump in the White House, but it was funny because I went public with that uh, for the first time on an interview, and 24 to 48 hours later. Junior comes out and says he was interested in running for office. Now, could it be also uh, Ivanka one day? Could she actually be the first woman president? Possibly. I don't know. I don't choose who goes in a White House. God is the one who chooses, you know? Could it be Barron one day? Absolutely. I mean, this could be a, a Trump dynasty. But there will be another Trump in the White House. That's what I see coming for the White House. This is all good things. Well, early in the program, Mark, you mentioned chemtrails. I want you to get into a profound revelation that you now know about chemtrails. Uh, the chemtrails... Uh, have been stopped. Serial Brain 2 did a decode, and uh, LT was the guy from And We Know is, is the YouTube channel, uh, that Trump has gotten control of the chemtrails. One of the signs of that was, I guess, the flyover on July 4th, on the celebration that we had on fly, uh, July 4th, that he's got control of the skies, basically. And what they're doing now is they're actually spraying the skies uh, with something to reverse the effects of what the chemtrails were actually doing. We haven't had any in a couple of months. The only ones that you're seeing now, I'll see ones and twosies. That's the stuff I believe they're spraying to reverse the effects. Yeah, I got a video about that. It's really interesting. You know, one of the things it ties into is, you know, spraying things, the Morgellons, the mind control, it's all used together sort of as this hellish cornucopia. And what's interesting now, you tie in all the mind control, the Marie Antoinette program that's going on in the church, the music as you talked about, and now you get into these Illuminati driven pastors. And I think they even touched on it in that, uh, did you see that Illumicore video? That was creepy. That was stunning. That was stunning. And this was a confirmation of everything that I had been saying for three years about this stuff with the technology. That They're telling you it's coming. And this was an old video. That tells you exactly how many of these pastors are Illuminati-driven. Look, they get their 4 a.m. talking points like the news media does. Well, I'll tell you something. There's something very nefarious about these. Well, we call them the clergy response pastors, these Illuminati-slash-Freemasonry programmed pastors and all their handlers. When I do do this expose, it is going to be be absolutely jaw-dropping and I really believe there's a piece of this that you know what God is going to expose the foes you say time is up for those who are corrupt I got a new one God is setting to expose our foes the stuff that now has come out about some of the affiliates with Jeffrey Epstein we're talking about pastors we're talking about the Pope we're talking about Prince Andrew I mean the royal family hello Absolutely. And I also uh, got one of the Anons had said that they're preparing for a royal funeral in the next eight days. But they just sent a new honor guard group to uh, D.C. to prepare for Jimmy Carter's funeral. Wow. That prophecy I wrote, the evil crew of 32, when the Lord was telling me when one goes, the other one won't be far behind. Bush died in November of last year. If this comes true, this will be the second one right here. Okay, what about this one? This one's the one I can't verify. Maybe you can. Is John Roberts. They said his name was mentioned in there as going twice. Now, they said they didn't say SCOTUS. They said it was a guy named John Roberts, so they can't verify if this is the one. Now, if he's the one, you and I both know that little witch called RBG's been there multiple times. Larry Nichols told me himself years ago there was pedophilia on that court. But if John Roberts has been there, 
that means RBG's been there, which if that's the case, then that might be the scandal God's been talking about. The three would be taken down in a scandal. Who's the third one? Well, I can tell you Ruth Bader Ginsburg is really behind a lot of the abortion rulings. She's a witch from the pit of hell. Oh, yeah. She's the one that ruled that 12-year-olds should be able to have sex in her dissertation or whatever it was. So she's got to be a pedophile. And if that's the case, then this is the scandal that God was talking about where three would would go down on the SCOTUS because they would demand their resignations if that was the case. And so who's the third unknown? That's what I want to know because there's another one in there somewhere. I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that that would be five. But now here's the other kicker is that if Obama claims Kenyan citizenship, which Q said he's going to do to try to avoid prosecution and execution, I hope he does that, by the way, because that's going to null and void his entire presidency. There he's ripped and stripped of the presidency. Boom, done, in one fell swoop. And so if he does that, every judge he's ever nominated to the bench has to be removed at this point and includes the two Supreme Court justices. That's another one or two judges that could be on top of the prophecy that I wrote. Now you see why the hordes of chaos have been released, because all this stuff's coming together in one shot. Yeah, all this stuff's really coalescing into this huge octopus with all these tentacles and everything is connected. And, you know, I really do wonder, do you think the pastors, these mind control pastors, some of them might know, but do you really think they know what they're involved in? I wonder about that. And I want to clarify this. We're not here to bash the church. The church is the body of Christ. But hey, there is a mind blinding, mind binding veil. Has God straight given him over to a reprobate mind? Because there will be a great falling away. Is this part of it? We get accused a lot of beating up on the church. That is not what we are trying to do. We're trying to expose evil like Ephesians 5 tells us. I always try to put it, we're not trying to attack the churches, the people that are in there, because look, you do have good people in these 501c3 churches that don't know any better. They've never been taught. They don't know that the 501c3 is a bad thing. And then when they go to their pastor, the pastor always says, because I get the emails, oh, I asked my pastor about the 501c3. He said, no, it's a good thing. Well, that's your sign to not walk, but run because he's being controlled by mammon. Bingo. Yep. And I sometimes have to wonder, are they even open to, you know, listening to their congregants about it? Those that are trying to wake their pastors up. Are they open? Probably not. (laughs) If Trump signed a 501c3 executive order getting rid of it and wiped it off, he'd have so much backlash from these pastors. What percentage of these mega churches do you honestly think are involved in the pedophilia in your gut? I think you're, we're going to find out it's a bigger percentage than any of us. It's just way higher than we both think. I think uh, at this point, I think God's just done with it, man, and it's just going to expose it all. This is not the way it was meant to be. This is not the model that he that, that he wanted. Right. Well, certainly isn't the model that we see with Jesus or his disciples or the apostles. Look at the book of Acts. You know, the book of Acts, hence the action. It is a book of the Acts of the apostles. So that's the model, you know, going out in two by two and home groups, prayer partners, which is why I started SWAT, you know, and they called out sin. Well, and speaking of boldness, I mean, Mark and I take a lot of heat, FYI, about these shows. And Kyle at Right Wing watch please do spell our names right (laughs) let me ask you a question do you agree with me that there has to be i really believe donald trump has got to make some arrests i mean we really cannot wait any longer there has got to be some arrests i hope i'm not missing this but i feel like there will be some arrests come down in september i can't help but think there's going to be some arrests of some high level pastors some maybe it's mega preachers or something but in my spirit i feel like god is fixing to expose some of the corruption in the church i mean can you imagine if we had arrests in the church 
I, I think if you take down three people, if they were involved in all this stuff and you take and they arrested them, I think the church system would collapse in America. It'd be over with. Well, speaking of troubling things and back to Kenneth Copeland, did you see him on the Jim Baker show? That was creepy and weird and a bunch of code words and weirdness. I got to tell you, the jury's out on Jim Baker, but I will tell you that show was creepy. Yeah, there was a reason why he was there. there there's, there's, there's more than one reason why he was there. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Look, here's, here's my. This is just the way I think. Sometimes I'll call somebody out if God tells me to, which yeah. I have mentioned names before. But the way I look at this is this: is that the problem is, is that right now when people's eyes are not opened, it causes division and it causes a civil war between the two camps. My people will start sticking up for me. Kenneth Copeland's people will start sticking up for him. You know what I mean? And it's just like this ramming effect. Versus if I just go out there and say, "Look, you guys need to have discernment. Be very careful who you follow." like my whole message has been then when the arrest happens they'll go oh my gosh you know what i mean and then it it never causes a a civil war between the two at that point uh you know but you're always going to have people that if they arrested him for stuff that he was been doing like daniel lee called him out for now daniel lee called him out by name and he went into depth it's like dude i hope you got the proof well uh we're going to go into some prayer in a little bit mark but before we do that take about a couple minutes final thoughts as we get it i mean we're in some unprecedented times right now for every ear that's listening right now what would be your advice my advice would be to stay in prayer and warfare. You may want to get some supplies for like a two-week supplies because if the president has to declare martial law, I don't know if it'll be for the whole country or for certain parts of the country. You may just want to have some food stocked on hand, you know, like some hurricane stuff or whatever it is. And everybody knows I'm not a doom and gloomer. Uh, but I mean, you know, right now be security-minded. Use wisdom wherever you go right now until this, some of the stuff is cleaned up. Uh, but the other thing is, is that, look, we're living some of the most exciting times right now. Those that have gone before us have, uh, they're not going to get to see this, Sheila. You know what I mean? We get to experience this on the earth right now. We get to, want to be the ones to help usher this in and to see God's justice against the corrupt on the earth right now, to see this stuff being taken down. This is exciting. And so uh, is it going to get intense before it gets better? Yes, it is. It's going to get a whole lot more intense than what it is right now. So we just need to be prepared. But, you know, I, I see good things coming out of this. I see the gospel beginning to move forth. I see a lot of this stuff like we're talking about being broken off of America when this stuff happens and even globally so that the gospel can go out throughout all the earth. That's the good thing. And the other thing is, is I want to touch on the home groups here real quick before we go into all this, is that, you know, God's performing this rescue mission, trying to get people out of these the corrupt system and into the home groups or wherever it is you feel like God's showing you. But we have a ministry right now called OmegaKingdomMinistry.org. OmegaKingdomMinistry.org. If people go there, it's a group of guys that I'm affiliated with that have come together and they will give you an eight-week course for free and teach you how to literally start your own home congregation. They teach you, and then they will release you, period, which is the church is bad about not doing. They want to teach you something, but they don't want to release you. So they will give you this free online course for eight weeks, and they will release you, and basically you go out and you start your own home congregation. And what we're seeing right now is it is just, it's booming right now. It's actually starting to go global, and we've got people from uh, all over the world now starting to come in and say, hey, I want to start my own home congregation because people see what's going on. They're tired of it. It doesn't matter whether they're Catholic, Baptists, Methodists, it doesn't matter who they are. They just want to start their own home congregation because they want to get back to the intimate setting. I just believe that this is where you're going to see the signs, wonders, and miracles begin to break out because Jesus Christ is now the head again. You're putting the head back on the body, where when you're under the 501c3 or you're incorporated, you've cut the head off the Lord because Baal is the head at the federal level. Yes. The state is the head at the head of the state level. So, I mean, 
again, you know, when you look at this, it's not hard once the Lord begins to open your eyes to see what this is all about. You know, when you're incorporated as a church, the word incorporated means fictitious. You don't exist, guys. This is why in the spirit realm, what are you saying when you're saying you're fictitious? Which is why we don't see the signs, wonders, and miracles breaking out. And really, that's why I started uh, talking about SWAT prayer three years ago, because really doing the same thing, and I think they overlap, and my SWAT prayer is talking about your home groups. That's what they're doing, too. So, Mark, again, before we pray, give out the information on how people can connect up with the home group. The home group is OmegaKingdomMinistry.com. They can go there. uh, They can sign up for free. It's it's a free class for eight weeks, and they will train you for free and release you uh, to start your own home group. Just people, they've asked me to be a part of it, um, you know, and we sit and we meet about once a month, and we just, we talk about what the Lord's doing or what he, what he wants, what he doesn't want. So it's, it's really taken off. I, I mean, it really is. It's, it's all about establishing the true congregation of God. That's what this is all about. The true ecclesia. Amen. Yep. Well, let's get into some prayer, Mark. I'm going to get you to start us off, and then I'll jump in at the end. All right. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just lift up everyone under the sound of my voice right now, Lord. Father, I just ask right now, in the name of Jesus, that you would loose the spirit of unity on our people right now, Lord, to bring them together in a unified spirit, Lord, as the army of God right now, Lord. Father, we bind chaotic spirits that are trying to come against your people right now, Lord. Lord, we just bind it right now in the name and by the blood of Jesus. We render it powerless. It cannot affect us spiritually, physically, emotionally right now, Father. Father, we just ask right now that you would open the eyes and ears of all the warriors that are listening right now, Father, to be able to see the signs whenever that chaotic or dividing spirit is trying to come in and divide the brethren right now, Lord. Father, we need every soldier that we can get on the field of battle right now. Father, I pray for those right now that don't have their eyes and ears open as to what you're doing on the earth. Lord, we just command their eyes to be open and their ears to be open right now, spiritually, to be able to see heaven's agenda on the earth, what you're doing on the earth through President Trump, through his administration right now, Lord. Father, I get the emails every day how the families are even divided because of what this president is doing. Lord, help them to see right now. Give them the strength that they need, Lord, to fight this battle. But help them to see, Lord, that it's not President Trump's agenda. This is heaven's agenda right now. Father, we decree and declare right now that time is up for those who are corrupt, that your justice is not coming, but it is here now. And we just ask that you would prepare the people that don't have a stomach for justice, Lord. We pray that you would prepare them and give them a stomach for justice because we know some of this stuff is going to get intense. Father, I pray for President Trump right now, his family. Lord, I cover them in the blood of Jesus. I ask that you would release your protecting angels to surround them shoulder to shoulder so that no evil can penetrate from any dimension right now, Father. Father, I pray the same for the United States of America. We bind any and all spirits of civil war. We bind any and all spirits of chaos over America right now, Father. And we loose unity. We loose love on America right now. We loose protection on America right now, straight from the throne of God right now, Father. And we ask, Father, that even the patriots would be able to see that when the enemy sets a trap, that they would not step on that spiritual landmine, Lord, trying to lure them into a civil war. So, Father, we praise you and we thank you for what you're doing, not only for just America, but globally. And we decree and declare that your word would go forth across this globe in the name and by the blood of Jesus, Lord. We pray for the people in Hong Kong for their safety. We pray for the people in China that they would be set free from the spiritual oppression that's over them right now, Father. We thank you and we give you all the honor and the glory and the praise right now. In Jesus' name, amen. And we bind the spirits of Jezebel, Baal, 
all these hordes of hell, as Mark just said, we bind that spirit of chaos, the cobra, the python. We cut off the heads of Leviathan in the mighty name of Jesus. We bind those lying spirits, the strong delusion and the liberal lunacy, that fake news lying spirit, the destruction of our country, Father. We break the power of those things. And as Mark said, we lift up Donald J. Trump and his family and Satan. We bind you, rebuke you and render you and your demons and your workers of iniquity against him. We bind the strong man assigned to him and we pull down every curse, hex, vex or any witchcraft attack assigned to him in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for that Zechariah 2.5 firewall of the Holy Ghost around your people. And we thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray it. Amen and amen. The information of Mark is up on your screen. Mark said something earlier in the show. I want to say this again. If you are not going to Mark's YouTube channel, there's the link. Send us the videos and we'll take down these guys that are putting up videos or they're hijacking our stuff. Their clever editing is just a nightmare. Listen, go to Mark's YouTube channel. Click on the subscribe. It's really important, folks. We got to shut down these channels, these hucksters that are spinning all our stuff. Mark, it's always such a pleasure. We've got your information linked there on the home groups. It's always a pleasure to have you on the program. No, oh, thank you. It's always an honor to be back. Thank you for having me on. God bless. Thanks, Mark. Folks, that was Mark Taylor, Sword Rescue. That's S-O-R-D, rescue.com. And if you do not have Power Prayers Warfare that works, and it works, get yourself a copy. Also go to Sheila.me to just click on Books and the drop-down menu. You'll see Power Prayers, and you can get it there. Get a couple copies for your family, your loved ones. There's a very powerful daily warfare prayer in there. And I'm going to tell you something. That will be an incredible blessing, too. We put 40 prayers in that book that we really thought that every single person could just benefit powerfully from. Erica Shepard joins me on a powerful show next week. Pastor Stephen Broden from Dallas, Texas. It is a wall-to-wall amazing, incredible week next week. Make sure you're following my YouTube channel because you definitely want to watch the last video that I just uploaded. We'll see you next week. Good night and God bless.